14 podcast, and you're probably saying, why are you guys recording on a Wednesday when there's a game tomorrow? That's because Avery is going across the country. Avery is going to Michigan, the city that never sleeps. Uh, he will be gone, so we don't know if we'll have a, uh, a Wi-Fi connection. So we're recording tonight, so we will be saying our prediction for tomorrow's game at the end of the podcast. We're either going to get dunked on, or we're going to look like fucking geniuses. Avery, what's up, brother? Maybe give you a little background on your trip here for the people. Yeah, so going to northern Michigan, and Michigan's not a city, so the city that never sleeps. You were thinking of Detroit, probably. Um, yes. That's not where we're going. We're going. Well, so where like, are you going? Um, Like Boyne, or we're going to Gaylord, Michigan. That's where we're staying in. All-time name for a uh, for a town. Kind of rocks. So it's like 10 of my middle school buddies that I'm still good friends with going on a golf trip, okay. and then my brother and one of my buddy's brothers as well. So just an awesome trip of guys I've grown up with forever. We kind of do a golf trip every year. It was usually Labor Day weekend. We'd go uh, Mont Tremblant, Quebec, but now we decided to go across the border and do this one. But going to the Tigers Twins game tomorrow. Uh, Loops. Yeah, hopefully I'll. No, I didn't. I don't have Loops number. Okay, but, I'll give it to you. Um, Is the game at one? Yeah, game's at one. So same okay. as the Jays game. I'll be following both. Um, but. Jordan Balazovic, my buddy I grew up with, he's playing for the Twins, so I get to see him tomorrow. I haven't seen him forever, so looking forward to that. But um, Blue Jays baseball, the game I'm going to miss, they're going to score 100 runs tomorrow. Well, it's Noah Syndergaard pitching, I think. I, I don't know if someone lied to me in the chat that we were just on in the stream, but I'm pretty sure it's Syndergaard pitching. So if they don't just put up a thousand spot against this bum who was borderline going to get DFA'd actually a couple of weeks ago. I'm pretty sure. I thought that's what they thought was going to happen. Is it Noah Syndergaard combined ERA of 13 runs? Noah Syndergaard versus Manoa. Oh, that might be a good one tomorrow. Wait, folks. I'm you pretty sure be... they're both coming off good outings as well. Yeah. Um, But no, that's, that's it for me. Exciting, exciting week. Um, Sunday I'll be in Michigan again, but I'll have the Wi-Fi situation figured out by then. Didn't want to mess this one up for the people. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, before we start this, happy birthday, Curtis. Uh, my guy's birthday Friday. I wanted to say that because I'll be celebrating that. So there's no Friday beer stream. Sorry, folks. But speaking about beers, big announcement. This is a big development for Gate 14 Nation. We've been talking about it. We've been getting millions of DMs about it. When's bar night? When's bar night? When's bar night? Friday, September 8th, Taco Taco. Gate 14 bar night, 150 capacity. We'll be putting the tickets on the website tomorrow. So if you're listening to this now, I guess, technically, get them quick. You have to be 19 plus, obviously, to get into this place. We're going to be getting after it. I don't know what's going to happen after 1130, but they told me there's a karaoke machine there. And I don't know if we're firing karaoke with the listeners. I wouldn't say no to that. But um, Taco Taco, Friday. Um, September 8th, book it. It's going to go really quick. I will say this. It is going to go really quick. I already have a tons of, when I put that tweet up, it got crazy interaction. People are excited for it. Um, it's going to be after the game. So the Jays are facing the Royals on the Friday at seven to around nine 30, nine 40, whatever, whenever a baseball game ends, bar night starts at 10 galaxy brain. Johnny was dialed in on that one. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the people to be there. Uh, me and Avery will be in attendance. I'm hoping Judah can bring those uh, Kikuchi flags because there's like a picture phone booth wall where you can take pictures with people. So we'll be taking pictures with the listeners there. Yeah, yeah, Taco Taco. I'm excited for it, man. It's uh, a long time coming. 
Uh, I'm excited to see all your beautiful faces out there. I know a lot of people are going to be buying me and you drinks. There's going to have to be a cap at it. At some point, we're going to have to say no to someone. I, I might be on a shot limit as well. Like, because either it's you're doing drinks, I can't that's get a good point. Can't be, we can't be the two drunkest people there. That, that's well, that's the, that might happen anyway. We can be three and four, but we probably can't be one and two. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to get Alto very drunk uh, that night. Um, but yeah, but no, no, I'm, I'm so- looking, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Whenever we do these types of things, I always think no one's going to show up. It's just and then it's just crazy. Yeah. It's just it's just how I am. I'm like, why would anyone want to do this? Um, but I this is the one where I think it'll be fun. Like even if you're just going out, who cares? Um, yeah. I'm sure you're going to recruit a crew. Um, oh yeah, I already got a I already got a decent crew. A good, I, I, Alto's good ratio. Rec- Alto's recruiting the females as we speak. Yeah, so there, there will go. be yeah there will be a decent amount of females there. But I'm excited for it, man. I'm excited to see the people. Obviously, I wanted to hammer this out. Close to when the summer is going to be over, September's it's going to be right around there. So, uh, wear something tight, <laughs> like they say in Project Deck. Wear something tight. But uh, yeah, that's that was the big news for this episode. Obviously, I'm assuming uh, Davis Schneider will be hopping on next week as well, and Swanee. Uh, I still have to figure that out with Swanee. He keeps texting me about it, so I'll get him on at some point. So you're big leading um, Swanee right now. No, for... no, no. I just I, I told him I wanted to like spread it out between the the Gibbons interview. I don't want to fucking get sloppy seconds, you know. Um, but yeah, that's <laughs> need, where I'm yeah, at. Yeah, you that. need more things to happen to him. And, and another thing I want to talk about. I was tweeting about this the other day. Uncrustables. Like I want to have sex with an uncrustable. Those but things go rank, r- rank the uncrustables you want to have sex with. Strawberry. Okay, strawberry jam. Obviously, peanut butter and jam is just chef's kiss. The greatest one. Uh, then the chocolate one, and then the grape one, right? There's a grape one. I haven't had the grape one in a long time, but I know that one's like the bottom tier, right? Are you okay. do you agree with that take? No, I like I do like the grape one. The chocolate one, I've never had before. It's just it's it's mediocre. It's I did have. So then four I'd probably put chocolate last for me. I did eat four of them on the drive home. Um, what I yeah. don't like about the uncrustables is that you have to keep them frozen. Yes. Or. Okay. Or you just don't keep them frozen. You just muck them really quick. And that's another bad thing, too. Um, but <laughs> Do you are... like the frozen one? Like, are, are you a big frozen guy? No, I don't. I'd rather them not be frozen. They suck when they're frozen. You have to wait for them to thaw. That's not how I'd like to eat my food. I want my food now. I would like it quick. Um, but where did you go to get these Uncrustables? They're just readily available now? Yes, everywhere. Walmart, everywhere. Okay, yeah, I don't do too much grocery shopping right now, so I need to get on that. Nice little snack. Um, Uncrustables <laughs> fucking rock. It's like the perfect golf course snack, I think. They are, and they're the perfect snack where, for example, when next week when we're going to Cincy, you just buy three of those things, <laughs> and you could just you could just rip it all the way straight to Cincy. <laughs> no, the problem with you is you'll eat three Uncrustables, and that'll be your food for the day, and then we'll get fucked up at night, and... Like, yeah, I haven't eaten anything yeah, all day. I, I will say, I'm going to get ahead of this for the Cincy vlog. You thought I was drunk in Detroit. When I go out with Curtis and Alto, it's uh, it's scary. Uh, that vlog is going to be, it's going to be a shaky one, folks. So stay tuned for that. That's Cincy vlog. The vlog is going to have to be what happens on the trip because you're just going to get that that drunk that you just made me won't remember. Tin yeah. Roof, though, Cincinnati. One of my favorite places on earth that I've been. Oh, there's a great bar layout. A bar. Just a bunch of people from the Midwest who like to get fucked up. Um, that was awesome. And across the street from the tin roof is where I met the Reds pitching coach and farm director. And I was way too drunk talking to them. And I, I regret what I say, but I don't remember what I said. So I'm um, sorry to them. 
Yeah, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. Just another thing around Gate 14 news is is I'm getting passed around like a cheap hooker on Toronto Sports Radio. <laughs> so I did TSN 1050 this morning with my guys Aaron Korolnik and Carla Koyakovo, legends. I used to intern for them. Obviously, everyone knows that. Um, and then I got another text. I don't know how these people get my te- get my number. I don't know. Maybe it's passed around the Sportsnet office. Can you come on the show tomorrow night at 8.30 or 8 o'clock? Johnny Radio says 100% yes. I get another text again from, I or sorry, a DM, so it's, it's normal. Can you come on TSN 690 tomorrow morning at 9 a.m.? Montreal. Sure. Yeah, I'll come on the Montreal radio tomorrow morning. If you're listening to this, it probably already happened. But I'm getting passed around here like a like a sorority girl. It's crazy, but I'll take it. I'll take the publicity. I'll take the tire pumps I get at the start of every single show. It's insane, but yeah, I'm, I'm a radio what did they, guy. What do they have to say to you today? You know, they were just pretty much saying like, it's crazy how much I've blown up like social media. They, when they, when they call this social media superstar, it's just, you know, my ego can't fit through the door now when they're calling me that, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm buzzing, man. It's uh, it is crazy. It, it's crazy, man. Um, have you almost slipped up and sworn yet? No, I, I haven't even come close actually. Like the funniest thing I've ever said, I think on it was today. I was saying Paul DeYoung's the most unserious baseball player on the planet, and I stand by that still. Actually, yeah, yeah, they, they probably like that if they had. Yeah, they loved that. it. I made yeah. a notebook reference today. I was really snapping it around on ten fifty, so it was a great one. But it was a great one, and uh, gate fourteen. So this boys. is you're legit doing. Um, you're auditioning for Blair and Barker's jobs as you do this. So <laughs> I just want you to know that I am proud of you for doing all these. Hits. I cannot. I will say this right now. I will. I don't think I can join a network. I can't be censored. I got to talk about Brandon Belt's cock. I got to talk about just everything. I, Reese McGuire's cock. Yeah, everyone jerking off in parking lots. I got. I can't do it. I'm not a network guy. Unfortunately, I'm a guest. Sure, I can't talk on radio three, four hours a day. No, 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 no. Yeah, that is a on. great skill set to have. We yeah, we get to an hour here, and it's like fuck. What else do we have? Sometimes? Exactly. And you just said fuck there. So that's what I'm saying. It's one thing canceled immediately <laughs> off the show. Uh, but yeah, let's go into some baseball stuff here, boys. I mean, obviously some notes from around the league. Addison Barger is the greatest hitter I've on the planet right now. I, 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 what do you do with him, Avery? I mean, like, do you call him up? Like I, I, I you kind of have to, I mean, he's making it impossible for you not to, I know he's still young and all that type of stuff or still early in his career, but he's ma- he's forcing the hand right now. Right. He, uh, so we're about what? 20 days away from rosters expanding. Yeah. So what happens if you bring him up right now? Because there's the talk is Espinal being sent down once Bo's back, right? Which I'm not gonna. I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't say anything yeah. That. So for me, it's like why? Why do we bring Addy up now when he most likely probably gonna go back down again soon? I say you let him build his confidence, let it keep happening. I hate that we have to let it keep happening, but kind of when we didn't let him on the team at the start of camp. It's like, okay, you're going to be a Miners guy this year, and that's fine. Like, just get really, really good this season. Something to build on. So, yeah, he's hitting uh, He's hitting right now uh, 292 in the month of August. Uh, two home runs, six RBIs, eight walks, uh, only four strikeouts. Actually, I think that's a lot in 24 at-bats. I don't know. I always gauge it around what I did, and what I did was a lot. But, yeah, no, he's <laughs> – I, I think and I, he's obviously going to get the expanded roster call-up, I believe, um, and just be in there. From time to time, but yeah, but I have this take actually, and maybe I don't know if you can kind of talk me out of this take. I would rather Ernie Clement right now in the major leagues than Addison Barger. Is that a hot take? I feel like Ernie Clement, who's a guy hitting like 350, 
in AAA, just absolutely raking, is a is a better option right now than Addison Barger. What do you okay? What are you looking for though? Is kind a of a guy what... that could fucking hit. I mean, Jesus Christ, Ernie Clement. I'll, I'll read his stats now. I'm not saying this he's our guy, but these stats he has the most. Uh, he I didn't realize how good he was doing it until Luplo made a joke about it on the golf course. Um, Ernie Clement is hitting 346 in AAA <laughs> this year and 500 in the major leagues. Four for eight in the major leagues and 346 in AAA. Yeah. He's a better option than Addison Barger. That's, I mean, that's not even a hot take. He is. He's a better option than Addison Barger. For sure. The, I think the the problem for him is Bichette, DeYoung, um, Ernie Clement are all right, right guys, right? Kind of who play the same position. Um, sorry, and Espinal as well. All guys who play the middle infield all hit right-handed. Um, so for me, that's just like why... That doesn't really change anything when you have Bo Bichette in there because he's going to not be in enough to get um, great at-bats in the big leagues. So that's why I would go to uh, Barger instead because he's a left-handed bat to change some things up. Okay. Yeah, I, I, listen. Like, I mean, obviously, he's, he's doing great in the minors. Like, you would love that production to be at the big league level as well, but it's a little, it's a little different because of the roster construction that you have to have. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. I, I, I love Ernie Clement, and you know he's probably pissed off down there, man. He's in three forty six in AAA, and he's not really getting a shot in the show, man. I mean, that's yeah. just an absolute slap in the fucking face, dude. Um, yeah, that a, Chris graphic goes hard, by the way. Point two WAR. That's got to be close to Vladdy's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> halfway there. Halfway at Vladdy, actually. Um, yeah. So let's go. What's another thing? The Chad Green situation. Oh, my God. I have thought. Where, where are we at with this, Avery? Because this looks like something out of the movie The Benchwarmers. Uh, the fault is not on Tyler Heineman there, right? So for the people that don't know, Chad Green was pitching in a rehab appearance again on back-to-back days. So they're trying to obviously build him up for the major leagues. Guy goes to steal second. Chad Green doesn't duck. Tyler Heineman throws a ball and clocks Chad Green in the back of the head. One of the most absurd videos, just the most Toronto Blue Jays shit I've ever seen in my life. This is couldn't be more on Chad Green. It couldn't be more on Chad Green. This this clip, right? Yes, uh, you're right. Chad Green just stood in the middle of the mound, turned around, and Heineman threw an absolute seed at the back of his head. I thought it was a fantastic throw. It was it, a great throw. It's probably it, right at the glove. You uh, you see some other like college things or even high school where. Uh, the pitcher like gets down on all fours to try and get away, and then the catcher hits them. That's really funny. But Chad Green was just standing up straight in the middle of the mound. So how? I don't even know what to say to him. There, it's like it's it's kind of your fault. <laughs> yeah, I I don't feel bad. I, I hate to say it, I don't feel bad for him. I feel um, bad because he's coming back, and that's just a shitty way for it to happen. But. You gotta get out of the way if it's uh, the ball coming at that, you. I couldn't believe the video. I just tweeted, "What the fuck?" I yeah. wrote a tweet. I was like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" Because I heard about it before I saw the video. Yes, and I thought it was one of those catcher yip situations where they hit him in the back of the head, and it was absolutely not that at all. That this- is like the worst case scenario because the runner was safe, got to third base, 
catcher made a good throw, pitcher hurt for seven more days. Funniest part about that video is is the runner like pity running to third base, like, oh, I'm sorry, bro. Like he's just staring at Chad Green as Chad Green's like RKO'd walking around the mound. And this dude is just like running around, running the thing, jogging a third, like this is such a piece of shit move by me, but I have to do it. So yeah. it was, it was funny, man. That was and it's and it's does it give some other people in the bullpen some more time to salvage some yes. roles? Yeah. Yeah, because so. I think now this means that they have 30 more days for Chad Green. I don't something like along those lines. It's concussion oh, does it, protocol. Do, does it start another it does. rehab stint? I don't know if it does, but he asked he can't pitch for seven days or something like that, or they're monitoring him for seven days. Yeah. So it's he's not he's not gonna be here. You for know what while. he should do? Um there was a pitcher on the Mets back in the day who got hit in the head and he wore a big hat. That would rule. He wore a hat that had um, Torres, I think his last name was. He's a left-handed reliever. Um, he wore like a, big a helmet. Hat. Pretty much, Johnny. It was huge. It's like the Brian Robinson big hat from the Commanders. <laughs> he was wearing that. I need. I need to find. I'm going to show you a picture. <laughs> that will um, never not be a funny visual. That like that. The over. The over. Like the big hats will always be funny. Look to up me. Alex Torres big hat right now. And this Alex is what this Torres. is what Chad Green's gonna wear. Big hat. Oh my god, dude. Oh my <laughs> it is the biggest hat. That is the biggest hat <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah. How do you pitch with that? That's like that's like doing like CrossFit with a 25 pound weight on your body. That's insane. It's Holy like what it's, it's when newborns wear a helmet and they can't stand up because their heads are so heavy. Exactly. That's what it looks that's like. That's crazy. That's fucked. Yeah, I, I don't recommend that's fucking crazy, man. That's insane. Yeah, he should do that. But anyways, hope he gets well. Hope he gets better. Um, you just hate to see it. You really do. I mean, and you know what you know what else? Here's a good segue here, Johnny Segways. That you know what else you hate to fucking see? What the Toronto Blue Jays offense is back to doing again. They're back to their old ways. They're in a silly, goofy mood, like Doc says. Um in three games, they've scored four runs in twenty seven innings, and they're winning the series right now two to one. It doesn't make any sense. So what me and Avery were talking about for the podcast is, is we're going to go through an exercise on how to fix the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, I'll start because they are fifth in hitting in baseball. Weighted runs, creative plus or OPS plus one of those stats. They should automatically just say ghost runner. So no one's on base. There's no actual physical human being on base. It's just, it's just everyone knows it's like base loaded. If someone it's a single, it's like, all right, that's two runs, first and third. They just, they just should treat it as there's ghost runners, like they're playing in the backyard. So, like and- when George Springer gets up to start the game, um, Luis Rivera tells him second and third, one out. Yes, he goes second, third, he points second, third, one out, or they just wear the Chris Bassett camo jerseys. Um, so they blend in with the field. That's was- my solution. And I was thinking either you go BP jerseys in the game to try and maybe <laughs> a relaxed feel. Um, like when those Astros wear those shitty BP looking ones. So it's like, yeah, it's just batting practice. It's simple, man. Just hit the ball, make contact. That's what you do. Or I have a little more in-depth one. Let's uh, hear so, it. So my pitching coach, my sophomore year of college, Mike Pelfrey, played in the big leagues for probably 12 years. He's like a fifth overall pick. We go, we're playing a big, big ranked opponent one weekend. We're kind of struggling. I think we were pitching like shit, and he was the pitching coach. And he rolls up, and he's wearing a pink thong to the park. 
and wow. he uh, he just like pulls down his pants. College team. He's wearing a pink thong, and he said when he was in the big leagues with the White Sox, that's what he'd do. He called James Shields, and he talked to us about it. I think just pink thong night. Everyone wears thongs. Go to Lacenza Girl or whatever garage. What's those? I don't know where you buy thongs, obviously, but I'm assuming the Jays should go there and go baby blue thong. Everyone wear one. That's it. You wear a thong, and you figure out another solution is what Bryson does. Um, he puts a dollar bill in his back pocket to buy a hit. Um, on an off day, there's so many you could do. But I'm looking forward to seeing what my Toronto Blue Jays do to figure this out because they need to do something, man. They really do. And or they just, or, and they or have the, or the simple solution you just fire Guillermo Martinez. <laughs> it seems to be impo- It's not simple to them at all. Because if it was simple, they would do it. I have a little stat about the offense that I found and retweeted the other day. Oh no! From is this an, is this an insult stat? Yep. Okay. Trillo is that his name? Mike Petrillo, the guy Doc yep. had with. So he goes. I still believe the Jays are going to make a run, but man, their runners in scoring position issues are just wild. So with the bases empty, they have an OPS of seven sixty two, which is fifth. And with runners in scoring position, they have an OPS of 685, which is 28th. So it's really hard to make a playoffs with runners in scoring position OPS that low. It would be one of the 10 lowest ever to make the playoffs with a runners in scoring position OPS that low. Um, The only team we would see on this list, so uh, the only teams in the 2000s, is the 2013 Pittsburgh Pirates, the 2016 New York Mets, in the 2015 St. Louis Cardinals with some uh, some pretty, good teams, some, some great teams there, some um, great ball clubs. But that is not a list you want to be in. And when we started this season, that is not a list where I thought we'd ever be involved in. Um, at, how many times can we just say it's variance, right? Until it becomes a trend. It's, it's this this is who they are, bro. Yeah, this is who they are. And yeah, I it's. Let's just start bunting, man. Fuck it. <laughs> the Brandon Belt approach? 100%. Dalton, we're doing? Va- Dalton Varsha should drag bunt every at-bat. He really should. I mean, that was a light, that was insane. Or he should choose to hit more home runs, whatever he wants. Whatever, I'm, yeah. What, whatever comes first. I, I'm I, really I, impartial. I, I, I'm impartial. Whatever comes first, though. Whatever he wants to do. But I just can't get it, Abe. Like, I, I don't understand it. It doesn't – It especially with where this offense is. And we saw tonight, bases loaded, zero out. Pop out double play. It was the most obvious shit ever. Pop out double play. And Vladdy also had one runner on first middle middle pitch, double play. I, I that's my generational hitter though. Um, but yeah, but just, I can't it, say like those guys are bad hitters. It's just it happens at the worst fucking. It's times. the lights get too bright. You think so? That's what, the full, that's what the streets are saying. Or as YJ says, they're saving them for the playoffs, and that's, that's another good approach. Save him for the playoffs. I've you got don't want to get tired with, out. Yeah, I've got some issues saving it for the playoffs with how good the Mariners are playing. They scare me again, man. Why? Because I think they're going to keep going on this run. But that lineup is so ass, bro. I know, but how do they? How are they this close in the standings? I don't get it either. But they'll they'll di- they'll uh, digress. Is that no? It's not a saying. Regress is the saying. No, digress I, is a is a thing. Don't worry. Yeah, but I think. I digress. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not good with that, words. That is so a saying that. as well, but they will regress. Is what they will talking. regress. They will regress. Mark my words. They will regress. But um, I guess we can go to the games now, obviously. And then um, or do, you wanna, do you want to bring up Joey Bats? 
Oh, oh yes, yes. Let's talk about that. So Joey Bats will be getting retired on his number retired, his name on the level of excellence on Saturday. Avery, actually, did you end up doing this? Where you have some stats about Joey Bats that you want to? Bring I just kind of want to look through. I just kind of want to look through his career and just how good Jose Batista was here for people who maybe might not remember what he yeah. did here. To me, he was one of the players that got me huge into Blue Jays baseball. Right? Yes. Um, he started his career. The teams he played for are nuts here. Um, the start of the career, he goes Baltimore Orioles, Tampa Bay Devil Rays, Kansas City Royals, Pittsburgh Pirates, Pittsburgh Pirates, Pittsburgh Pirates for a couple of years, and then he is a Toronto Blue Jay. Okay, so in his career, Jose Batista ended six All Stars, three Silver Sluggers. I believe all of those. And those, by the way, just for listeners. Those are six all-star games in a row. Yes. Six in a row. Yeah. And that Insane. started with that started with him in 2010. Um 54 home runs, 124 <laughs> oh driven my in. God. So these numbers are insane. By the way, those this... six years, the six years that he was an all-star, Jose Batista had an OPS plus of 156, an on-base percentage of 390, a batting average of 268. He hit 227 home runs and drove in 582 in, in those, those six years. years. And this is the craziest thing that I'm seeing here right now, looking at his. And uh, I think he was hurt for one of those years, too. Or two, two of those years, he played 92 games, 118 games. Other yes. than that, he was around 150. Yeah. And I'm looking at the stats here, and we, you can't tell the story of Jose Batista without talking about that 2011 season. 44 home runs, 132 RBIs, 302 average, 1056 on OPS. 1056 OPS, Avery. All-star, third in MVP voting, silver slugger. And in my opinion, this is the guy that made Toronto watching Toronto Blue Jays baseball fun again. Because these are the these, these teams from these years were kind of ass. Jose Batista gets here. That one year, his first year obviously wasn't great. He or second year, first second year, he wasn't that great. The third year, he just hits every single middle in fastball or outside fastball out. It is the most insane shit I've ever seen. The most insane run, and little Johnny couldn't get enough of it. This dude was the greatest hitter I've ever seen in my eyes. He really, like you said, really escalated my love for the Toronto Blue Jays watching Jose Batista hit because that team was fucking terrible in 2010, 85 and 77 fourth in the AL East, nothing to brag about, obviously. And this dude's hitting 54 nukes with Cito Gaston at the helm. What a see What a season. I think, what a uh, season. I think things kind of changed for him when he went from a third baseman to an outfielder as well. Um, yeah. You forget that. So Joey bats, one of the all time Blue Jays, I think when some of the old, Older guys, older than us, talk like Dave Steeb, those types of players. That's how they fell in love with. So I know we never got to see some of those older guys play as well, but Jose Batista will be that for me. Um, Roy Halladay, Jose Batista, and then the little insanity MVP Josh Donaldson is like, you guys, they really helped put Toronto baseball on the map. Um, obviously, it was on the map when they won those World Series. Um, kind of out of promise for a little bit, bad teams. Throughout some of the 2000s, the Black Jays weren't very great. Um, the black uniforms I'm referring to, obviously. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so Jose Batista, man, he really fucking deserves that. I think he should have a statue at some point. The black, the bat flip should be commemorated as a statue. There should be a bat flips uh, statue. If there's a Ted fucking Rogers statue, that Pete, I, I'm not a Ted <laughs> Rogers guy. Uh, if there's a Ted Rogers statue, there should be a Joey Bat statue. And here's another stat: in 2011, Joey Bats was intentionally walked 24 times, Avery. 24 times, dude. Maybe that just shows how terrible that team was. Oh my god, that team was 81 and 81. And then it was just Joey Bats. This team was 81 and 81, and you had Joey Bats, 43 nukes, 132. Or sorry, I read the RBIs wrong. 103 RBIs, 1056 OPS, 182 OPS plus he had yeah. in that season. It was so good. If you just look weighted runs created plus wise, um, he had a season, the 2011 season, a weighted runs created plus of 180. And a wins above replacement of 8.1. That's insane, man. I I really do wish I have like a better memory of it. I just remember watching as a kid and just thinking this guy's the greatest hitter ever. I know uh-huh. I was in I was in middle school when he was going for the chase for 50 home runs. Yeah. And it's kind of when I really, really was into it. Got to follow yeah. everything and I remembered everything. I remember me and one of like my science teachers and just all we would talk about because he'd play the games on the radio during the day all the time in class. It's uh and he's a guy who you who Alex Anthopoulos ended up really building like the fun Blue Jays teams 2015, 2016 around, man. I mean, in 2015, again, he was an all-star when that team, the first playoffs they've made in my lifetime, obviously. Um, he was the backbone of that team. Love the team in RBIs. Uh, or love, love the team and start, sorry, uh, love the team in walks, I guess. 40 <laughs> home runs, 140, 114 RBIs yeah. um, in that 2015 season, man. All-star, eighth in MVP voting. This then 2016, run, right? He had the yeah. two nukes against the Royals. Yeah. Um, that was yeah, the year after that. But yeah, dude, he's uh and this brings up the question. Obviously, congratulations to Joey Bats, man. Hopefully he pays off that ten thousand dollar bar tab at the club that he never paid, but <laughs> um hope he figures that out. But this brings up the question. I saw this on Twitter. Who's the next man up? Like who who's the next guy that goes on that level of excellence, ring of honor? Wilner? I think, I, yeah. If Wilner's not there, um, <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> but I think Eddie's probably the next, the next choice. Encarnacion. Right? Yeah. You think so? I don't know if he had that long of a career. A yeah, long he enough... did. He did. You think he had a long enough tenure to be the next next man up on that Ring of Honor? Yeah. Or yeah, level of excellence, I guess you could say. Um, Iconic moments as well. The wild card walk off. Um, okay. I think Eddie's been there long enough. Go look through his his Let's numbers. See his stats. Um. So with the Blue Jays, he hit 268, 239 home runs. Wow. 679 RBIs, uh, three-time All-Star, MVP voting, uh, four times or five times. or Yeah, five times in MVP voting, top 20. Yeah. Wow. I guess you could say Edwin Encarnacion. Um, in the 2016 year when the Jays were an absolute wagon, 42 nukes, 127 RBIs in the middle of the lineup with uh, Joey Bats. God damn it, dude. Wow. I would love yeah. to see someone hit 40 home runs again. Oh, feels, like we're, feels like we're never going to see We're never going to see that again. This is the Bloop Jays now. This is the Bloop Jays era. But congratulations to Joey Bats, man. Everyone who's going to the game Saturday, I believe, enjoy it. Um, yeah. Obviously, you're going to cheer. It's not much. I've never seen that in person. I've never seen a level of excellence besides the Roberto Alomar one I was in attendance for. Um, I've, yeah, I've never seen that. So enjoy it because it doesn't happen. The Jays have a very very like a handful of people they retire the numbers and they retire the name and they put on level of excellence stuff so 
enjoy it because we might not see this for a while. Like Edwin Encarnacion obviously could be that guy, but yeah, what maybe Josh Donaldson, Avery? You think? Like, no, I don't think he was here for long enough. Yeah. So, I, yeah, we're not going to see this for a while. Vladdy's not going up there. I promise you that. Um, <laughs> maybe Boba shut in like twenty years. We'll see. But yeah, enjoy it, man. I know those tickets are going to be crazy. I know the stadium's going to be crazy, and Marcus Stroman won't be there. Hopefully, so um, it'll be great. Uh, let's go into the games, man. Let's go into the games here. Let's go into the. That's that's what the whole point of this is. We got to talk about the games. I'm so happy for Ryu. That's what I'm saying. Four no-hit innings, two strikeouts, one walk, was painting corners, going inside, outside on guys. The haters are in shambles. He looked un fucking leavable dude. He looked so good, Ave. Yeah, you get, you get to kind of go up against a feeble lineup, and he diced him up as you should. And he was... I felt like he could have gone nine innings that game, too, before he gets smoked in the leg. So, for a guy who comes back from rehab, thank God he wasn't hurt seriously because that would have been that would have been a disaster um yeah i thought he had some great shit he was painting corners non-stop yeah. change up looked great uh was getting some ugly swings as well i'm not gonna look baseball savant for what he did um because i think he still can give up some hard contact but it was efficient he was going after hitters again that was the Ryu we kind of remembered, man. And that and, and and going back to it again, it's like he never had overpowering stuff. Like, this is what he does. This is what we signed. Like, and I, I to be honest with you, I'm like not to sound whatever, but I wasn't really surprised by it. Against a lineup like that, he's a veteran pitcher that knows how to pick apart a lineup. And his veteran presence showed that game, man. He looked awesome, Abe. It sucks, man. I, I hope he's okay. I hope he can make his next start on Sunday. Um, I think he will. I think they said it's just a contusion. It's just a bruise. So he'll be fine. Just obviously going to hurt a little bit, but I think he figures it out and he's a great piece to this team. Like this team has a great starting rotation. As you can hear with the name Four Aces, is the name of this podcast. So, um, I think he, I, he made the haters look dumb. That's the, that's the entire moral of the story. And he, four innings only threw 52 pitches in four innings. He could have easily won seven, eight that game. If easily. Yeah. yeah and he had, Decent, so called strike and whiff rate around 30%. Always pretty good. Um, I was happy to see him. And then it turned into the bubble Biggio show. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll say it. And I've been able, I've, luckily, I got ahead of this before the last podcast. I am willing right now to eat all the words I said about bubble Biggio. Um, he has really, really figured it out at the plate. Never mind. He's hitting 158 in his last seven. But um, if you look at like OPS weighted runs created plus, it's actually pretty good. Two fifty in his last fifteen. But anyways, I'm not going to let that negativity get get the best of me. That was the most bubble Biggio legacy game I've ever seen. That I will tell my grandkids about. But we also that, had another one against the Twins. Remember? Yes, yeah. But but he wasn't like this on defense. He's no. not making unassisted double plays at second base. Like that ball he hit how hit out on De Los Santos or whatever his name is. Or yeah. Is, yeah. He shot on that. Calvin Biggio home runs rule, Avery. They fucking rule. It sounded like a plane hitting a building. That was the loudest noise I'd heard from him in forever, man. I couldn't believe. Center, that was like legit juice. He hit that ball so fucking hard. (laughs) It was incredible, man. What a swing. And then you go the defensive player around the world. Bo Naylor caught between first and second. 
I think he did the right thing too. Is yeah, no, he went back and tried to like give the runner time to get back to first. Yeah, right? because then they score a run. There's a runner first and third, one out. Yeah. Stephen Kwan's running, who's a good runner as well. And Biggio runs him back, tags him, tags first base out and of the screams, jam. Let's fucking go. That would have had to been the most emotional I'd ever seen him. Maybe emotional <laughs> is the wrong word, but like fired up. That made me like, really happy for him in that moment as well. Making a big time play. Big time players make big time plays yes. in big time games. Yeah. Biggio was that. And that was just every single part of that game was awesome, man. I mean, Besides the heart attack they gave me at the end, obviously, but that it wouldn't be a Blue Jays game without it. That's no. our little bluebirds that we know and love. I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, six bullpen p- pitchers they used that game. Six. Well, that's um, what, yeah, that's what happens when Ryu comes out. But then they they shoved all the bullpen pitchers pretty much. They gave up one run in six innings. Yeah, the I mean, it, it got ugly at sometimes, but the final box score says three one, and that's a W. Yeah, and I'll, and Jay Jackson continues 0.47 ERA. The last run he gave up was against Aaron Judge in May. And Aaron the, Judge cheated. Yes, the cheat game. Um, Henny Cabrera one inning clean slate. That's what that's what he does. What a fleece. We talk about this. That I still can't believe that fucking trade, bro. The Cardinals GM looks so stupid. And congratulations to Swanee on getting the win. Uh, Swanee goes one inning, two punch outs. Swanee, uh, good series, man. Swanee, great series. Great series. He's not going to go tomorrow, I hope, for fuck's sakes. Um, Garcia tried to blow it. Hand up, he did. But you know who comes in and saves the day? The most reliable motherfucker in this bullpen, Tim Meza, who just continues to just get out, get out, get out, goes point two after Garcia gives up a run, gets the double play ball with Biggio. Um, and then the, the ninth inning, Jordan Hicks tries to make me want to die. Uh, <laughs> first and second, uh, I believe there was one out at the time when he came in. Uh, when he when he got yeah Jordan Hicks hit by pitch single walk so there was bases loaded Abe bases loaded two outs and uh, the feeble offense the Guardians were couldn't muster up a run or I would have been in very very serious depression but uh, just this 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 staff this this pitching rotation it's what a treat it is to watch these guys play man every like pitch every single day we take it for granted because. Because we're so mad at the offense. Yeah, we take it for granted because we're mad at the offense, but this pitching staff is as advertised, and Ross Atkins built a goddamn It might be better than advertised, Johnny. Yeah, true. It might. It actually might be, to be honest. You know when you got, like, the fifth guy out of the bullpen being Jay Jackson with a sub-1 ERA? That, that yeah. That's a good bullpen. So, um, credit to Ross Atkins. He built the powerhouse back there, man. And this it, then they are the only reason. This team is 14 games above 500. They are the only reason this team is 14 games above. It actually might be more games above 500 now, right, Dave? Um, that's a good question, man. You usually know that stuff. 14, uh, sorry. 14, 14, 14 games above 500. They're the only reason why. That's that's all we can really say. Um, But another thing that I touch on in this game is, is where do we stand with Paul DeYoung, dude? Two for I, I, his last 29, 11 strikeouts in those at-bats. He's, I know he's not, the team's not scoring runs anyways, so you might as well have a good defender in there, <laughs> is where I'm at. He can't hit, he can't hit worse than he is right now, and he's played good defense. I can't get mad. It sucks when he comes up to hit, but I can't get mad because he's going to play good defense when we have to give up zero runs because the guys that should be our good hitters also aren't hitting. So yep. I 
I feel like singling him out. Albeit, but he's been, he's you been have jet. to. He was an acquisition that's been dog shit. Yeah, yeah, he has been very bad at play. He's barely gotten any hits. But um, there's another reason he's here, and I'll keep saying that. Again. But yeah, no, and, and we got to also tell ourselves this is a short term thing. Like when Bobashek gets back, Paul DeYoung's not going to be in this lineup. Obviously, no, no he's not. David Schneider will be playing second, or Whit Merrifield will be playing second. It's not going to be Paul DeYoung. Paul DeYoung's going to be stapled to the bench. Yes. Uh, maybe a late game defensive replacement at second because he's so good defensively, maybe for Whit or someone like that. But um, yeah, he he will not be in this lineup. Um, yeah, so when Boba shuts back as long as he plays, stay above water. Exactly. He's, he's done a good job. If we saw like Cavan playing shortstop, maybe making a couple errors, you'd also be very angry about what's going on. So yeah, I know it sucks, but I'm, I'm feeling okay with it. And then let's go on to the next game. The Tuesday game, the most frustrating game by the Toronto blue Jays. And that, that was a legit snooze fest uh, in a long time. Um, And I got to pat myself on the back here. Have I ever been more right with a take on Yusei than I've ever been with Yusei Kikuchi? I have been pumping, and honestly, we have been. We have been pumping this dude's tires since November of last year. We have saying he, we're saying he's gonna figure it out. We're live streaming his, we were live streaming his spring training appearances. Everyone, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Shut the fuck up. That's why we're doing it. <laughs> he was, he is insane Avery he has one of the he has the third lowest DRA since July 16th in all of baseball all of baseball is it a crazy list Steven Matz up top sure it's a crazy list but you say Kikuchi's there and he gives you seven innings of one earned run and gets the loss that was the most frustrating loss of this season uh, or not of the season in a long time that was now, a I'm Kevin Gosman-esque loss yes do you think Kevin I... Gosman gave him tips on how to like deal with it yeah, just look at this box score. The Blue Jays, no runs, nine hits. And the Guardians, one run, three hits. Ugh, fuck. That makes you not want to watch baseball anymore. Snooze fest of a game. Terrible. Score early. Um, have a chance multiple innings again. Have a chance in the ninth as well. And then Kirk fly out to end the game. Um, like you knew that's how that game was going to end, right? 100%. Yeah, it sucked. But... Um, the pitching staff has been so, so good. Insane. It's, Insane. it's every time. Um, can't believe we can't hit sometimes. So I don't really have much to say other than that. You say Kikuchi's that fucking dude. Um, maybe it started out as a joke because we wanted him to be better. That shit's serious now. He's, no, he's, <laughs> he's making the case to be the game three starter in the, in the playoffs. 100%. And I know we talked about him being the guy out of the bullpen, but how do you tell a guy like that that's having a second half, hey, man, you're not on the playoff rotation? How do you do it? You can't. I, I don't want to be the one to tell him that. You can't. He's making a case, and he is the most consistent pitcher on this team not named Kevin Gossman right now. Actually, Barrios, too. This team is so fucking good pitching-wise. It's just it's insane. Like Chris Bassett, you can make the arguments the four guy right now. Yep. It's wild. Um, I, I, love, I love watching good pitching, man, and we see it so often with this team. Really, I I just I can't believe they like that game. I mean, I would like to forget about that game. Yeah, that's that's ball. Positive Johnny Whit Merrifield three for four again. The guy just he just doesn't stop. He doesn't stop ever. And by the way, and I guess we go in tonight's game now because I don't even really care about talking about that game because it was whatever. Um, they didn't score, so there's like it's Blue Jays and five. Uh, that game. (laughs) Uh, let's go into tonight. 
Doc Koch, one nothing baseball game. Also, uh, also, shout out to George Springer for homering in the first inning. The Sick only at run bat. of the game. One of the Great best at-bats at of the season, Great actually. Great at-bat. I think it was like a 13-pitch at-bat, right, Dave? I believe or, so. Yeah, 13-pitch at-bat. He launches. It looked like the looks like the old George Springer tonight. I'll tell you that for free. He's been dialed, man. He's been dialed the fuck in. Um, three for four tonight, home run, game-winning home run. Um, but in my opinion, the reason why the Jays won that game is the Whit Merrifield catch off of uh, Jose Ramirez, runner on second, um, one out. And Jose Ramirez lines a ball to left. And here's Johnny analytics for you. Johnny stock guy. That catch had a 90 970 expected batting average, 970 expected batting average with Merrifield. I don't know how the fuck he caught this. I was watching it. You can see the clip I posted on Twitter. No idea how he caught this catches it. Bang. No run score. Kevin Gossman lights out the rest of the day. Kevin Gossman is it is such a pleasure watching this dude pitch like we're talking about the entire pitching staff but the way Kevin Gossman nickel and dimes teams goes goes fastball up fastball down splitter down whatever goes in out in out up down it's incredible to watch it really it's it's a fleecing of a contract for this guy it really is yeah I know this is kind of a suck fest of the pitching staff but they deserve it man holy shit Kevin Gossman kind of worked his way out of a lot of trouble tonight too. pitch count up early Felt like he could have gone the eighth as well. Yeah, um, only at 90. Exactly. So Kevin Gosling just finds a way. And he is, I hate that they're not talking about it enough. He should be very well in this AL Cy Young race. Well, Va- Valdez is gone now from that. He's had too many blow-up starts, right? But it's like Garrett Cole now. Well, it's Garrett Cole. It's it's a two-horse race. Garrett Cole and uh, Garrett Kevin Cole Gun. and Kevin Gossman. Like that, yeah. in my opinion, maybe Verlander. I think I oh, know Verlander can't qualify for it. Sorry. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think Kevin Gossman, who has a four F war, Johnny Stats, and Garrett Cole, the three point three F war. I think Kevin Gossman's right up there, and no one's really talking about it. Like the baseball world's not talking about it, Abe. I mean, he hasn't made a top ten pitchers in the league list since ever. Yeah. Um, MLB.com is dumb for that, anyways. They're just engagement farming, but still, I've. I love watching Kevin Gosman pitch, man. It's it's a fucking treat. And watching Alejandro Kirk catch him is also a treat. I I don't I know there's a stat out there. I'm just not smart enough to figure it out. I would love to see how many strikes he gets himself. It it has to be insane, dude. I you're definitely I don't even know how to check that. Um I know there's phrases. We'll say he's top in the league. We'll say he's first in the league. He's the best ever. I think Patrick Bailey's better than him, but Kirk is very good framing. I know. He's in the 94th percentile framing um, this baseball savant metric, and I don't know what that includes, but that includes stealing strikes, and he's very good at that. Yeah. It's just what, what I mean. It That was just the most frustrating game ever. Bases loaded, no out, no runs. Like, they they were supposed to lose that game. Let's be clear, right? Um, No, they were supposed to win that game by six or seven, I think. No, I know, but. That would have been a that would have been a loss. Like that oh, yeah. should have get, been a loss. If they get walked off, um Tameza walks the guy. Or no, he gets in on the chappy down the line at third. Um oh, fuck. Thank God they won that game because it, it felt like we were gonna get walked off somehow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, not much talk about in this series. They literally scored three runs and or four runs in three games. So and they're winning the series too. And they're winning the series. Let's predict tomorrow's game. Let's come in hot here. 
Um, we'll start it off by predicting Aliquinoa's stat line. Uh, I say he goes this, like I said, this offense is cat shit for the gardens. I wouldn't say the Jays are much better. Um, I would say he goes six innings, one earned run, three walks, five strikeouts, and he gets the win. I say the Jays win the series tomorrow. Noah Syndergaard is the worst pitcher I've ever seen. If this offense isn't hit off of him, I'm going to be sick. I say the Jays won to win tomorrow, eight to two. Interesting. That's a lot of runs. <laughs> um, I think the Jays win. Four to one. Okay. Manoa Masterclass? No, four, five to two. Five to two, okay. final. He gives up two, kind of early, settles down, figures it out, strikes out four, walks four. It's not his best start, but he gets the job done. Who hits a home run tomorrow? No one. Vladdy has to. Vladdy's due, dude. When was the last time Vladdy hit home? Oh, last week, I guess, technically, at Boston on Friday. Um, okay, Vladdy hits a home run tomorrow. That's right. what I'm gonna say. Chalk I'm gonna say it. figures out launches. I'm um, also no Syndergaard is the one of the worst pitchers in baseball. Time to the plate. So if you want to bet stolen base props tomorrow, um, that's the day to do it. If you if you're listening to this in time, yeah. If you're not, Avery just won you free money uh, and you missed out on it. So <laughs> nice fuck up. But yeah, I, I, Alec Manoa. Let's go, Alec Manoa. Let's let's go into some listener questions before we go into that. There's some questions here. I tweeted. If you have any questions for me personally, um, I'll answer them and give you guys some advice. Um on the podcast. So I'll only read a couple. There's like a lot here. I didn't, I didn't think it'd be this much, but Johnny buzzing. Uh, see, Josh said, help me out here. John went to Costco, by the way, it's Johnny went to Costco with my no, girlfriend Johnny two Anthony. nights ago, put back two dogs and a poutine. Unfortunately, had to go back again tonight. I said, su- I suggested we get a couple slices. She said, we just had Costco for dinner yesterday. I said, it's a completely different item is Costco around two. Okay. You're a grown man. I actually, I'm not wiped up. I don't know how they control the shots or anything along those lines. But, um, yeah, I feel like round two is okay, right? It's a different meal, man. It's like going back to Olive Garden second night. First day you did pasta, next day changing it up. And I will say this. I'm going to start answering now when people ask me my favorite fast food places. I'm going to say, say Costco. <laughs> the Costco, I don't know if this was just young me going there and my mom would go there. The poutine there fucks a lot. The hot dogs there fuck a lot. Like that menu is chef's kiss. It's the greatest thing on the planet. I I might go there tomorrow. Actually, I maybe talk about CEO saying he won't change the price of stuff. We weren't a Costco family growing up, so I only ever got into Costco when I was in college. Um, and they make you feel like a piece of shit trying to pay debit in that place. Fuck you guys, man. Yeah. Even though I wasn't supposed to be in there, probably. But no, what a menu. Um, I think that's fine. Back to back days, different meal. Yep. Yeah, that's that. Okay. The next question is, and obviously, yeah, don't dump her, but you got to have like sit her down a little bit, talk to her. Um, my teammate's going to play his first year from a cook in the fall. What's your best advice? Get the cardio up. Uh, and this is for like every single college athlete. Like the running in the fall is so fucked. I don't know if it still is, but our coach used to like verbally assault us while we were running. Sorry, JL, if I'm outing you here. Um, every, every college baseball coach sucks pretty much. Yeah. They're just, yeah, they're terrible people. I'm not saying J.O. is, I'm just saying a lot of them are, um, yeah. What's yeah. The best advice would be do everything right. Don't fuck around. Obviously get after it, have fun, enjoy your weekends. Cause not a lot happening on the weekends, uh, except like exhibition game, stuff like that. But 
just uh, enjoy your time there, man. I mean, you're literally living in a a frat house with all your buddies, like all athletes. There's all athletes that go there. There's not really many normal, like just like actual students there. Um, just enjoy it, man. Uh, I would kill for just one more, one more Friday, Saturday bender with Keanu, Chase, Dave, all those boys, man. I mean, what a, it was so much fun. So just enjoy it. Uh, you got to find a way not to let, like, let yourself hate baseball. Yeah, it's exactly. Very, and that's the only way because it's the very fall, easy to do. In the fall, especially, you're you're playing, you're doing baseball activities five, six hours a day. Like, um, it's not easy. Like, you really have to get your mind off of this stuff. And the only way of doing that is having fun with the boys, man, having fun with your teammates and uh, enjoying yourself there. Because, like I said, it's only two years. It flies by. And, uh, yeah, make sure you do as much as you possibly can with your buddies there. Even if it's, like, just having beers at like a, in, like, a random fucking, I don't know, like, the country or anything like that, man. Just enjoy it. Everything do else Do you wipe your ass standing up or sitting down? Um. um I feel like sitting down means you're doing it to the balls, right? No, no, you can do the other. I'm a, I'm a stand up, wipe my ass guy. Though. Yeah, I'm a stand up guy. Obviously, are you That's... a crumpler or a folder? Folder. Yeah, folder too. Folder. That's the only way to go. There's a lot of questions here. Like I said, I appreciate everyone uh, actually answering this. From Dave, our guy, New Gate 14 guy. Do you greet everyone who goes through Gate 14? Because I'm looking forward to meeting some celebrities. No, we don't. But if the Jays want to drop the bag and to just pay for us to sit there, I will do that every single game. I will sit there um, and just chill. But uh, let's go to the next one here. Would you recommend people getting tattoos? And also, how many do you have? I probably have like I like 20-something tattoos. Uh, I do recommend getting tattoos. One, hand up. The, 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 the females do like tattoos. I will say that's not a hot take. And two, they substantially make you look stronger than you actually are. When I somewhat tattoos, I'm like, that guy's jacked. I don't know if they even are, are jacked, but I, I don't know. I do recommend getting tattoos. Um, maybe get the first couple, make it something that obviously means a lot to you, has sentimental behind it, so you don't regret it in the future. Because the first one I have is the Toronto skyline on my chest that I kind of <laughs> regret. And I get chirped for all the time. But I do uh, I do enjoy the tattoo, obviously, where my family's from, so... Yeah, that that and then let's go on to the last question here. Uh where is it? Where's that one? How oh uh tips to starting a podcast. Just get into something you love, man. Get into just, something that you're passionate about. And uh that's the only advice I can really give, dude. Just do just it. Like, You'll never start a podcast yeah, if you do don't it. fucking yeah. record it. Exactly. Just do it and don't worry about what people say about you. Uh that's like the biggest thing I could probably recommend is just having a fucking mentality and just doing it just because you want you want to and do it because you love it. That's all. Yeah. And I, yes, it's I am. In, it's, uh, ne it's never about clicks at the start. Like find doing something you love. It makes it easy. Like we spend a lot of time doing this and it never feels like a bad thing to do. So exactly doing that makes it makes it a good time. Yeah. Okay. And what's the listener questions here? Dave? We got a, we got a lot of them again. This is going to carry the episode. So um, people want to know if we ended up getting Taylor Swift tickets. Johnny no, did. no, I'm on the wait list. Okay. Um, fucking incredible 30 million 31 million people applied for tickets this population of this country is 40 fucking million should go well we should I, do I with... think everyone like northern america as yeah, well it's bullshit it should be only canadians yeah they should take them out like playoff tickets for the leafs um my f the best johnny persona johnny toronto johnny baseball johnny sources johnny stats mine is yankee johnny 
Yankee Johnny is just uh I think that's an underrated one that not many people will say is the favorite. Was it one. actually Yankee Johnny? What did you call yourself? Uh I think it was Yankee Johnny. Okay. That's my I I love when you talk my Yanks. I think yeah. that's one of your funnier ones. And when you yeah, go in the spaces. Uh, so where do we go from here at Rep <laughs> BX? Uh no, I would probably say my favorite one is just based off of the because I'm in the clicks business, is Johnny Sources. Uh Johnny Sources is he only comes out once in a while, once in a blue moon. He's only come out twice, and it has been electric both times. Just the greatest clicks business ever. So shout out Johnny Sources. That's probably my favorite, or Johnny Toronto, because I love hanging out with the Spadana boys. But uh, Johnny Sources is my favorite. I love Johnny Sources. Need him to come back soon. If you know, if, you, if you're the guy, you know. If, if you are my guy, inside guy listening, you know. You know he needs to come back. Yeah, I'm confused about this numbers question. You're saying we'll skip it. Ask again next week. That's on me. We had a lot of them. Um, Anto goes, could one of you land a plane with the guidance of air traffic control? The no. planes fly themselves. Of course you could. Shut you cannot land a fucking plane, Avery. He you know how many with, buttons he are said on with that guidance. Thing? He said obviously there's guidance. But what 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 are they guiding? I, I what do you mean? Like, telling what, me what to do. Tell me what <laughs> button there's think, I do not think you could land a plane, bro. Yeah, I mean, probably not if we're being honest, but I like to think I could get behind a plane with help. That's from- such a guy's guy, blue collar take. There's no fucking chance. I could land like, yeah, it I on the Hudson that. River like that. Yeah, I could fix that. <laughs> that that's what that take is. Yeah, well, I yeah. would never I would never say that. I wouldn't uh, openly admit to that. But I think with some help, I could land it on water and no one would die. <laughs> All right, sure. I don't think I can, but yeah. Um, evaluation of the trades we made, one to ten so far. Genesis Cabrera, ten. Jordan Hicks, seven, seven point five. Hasn't had any really big blow-ups and big spots. So seven point five. Paul DeYoung, minus one. Minus one F4. Yeah. Yeah. Um another Kikuchi corner soon. We're gonna figure that out once we know when he's back here. If you got to choose, what would you rather watch this year? Jay's sweet wild card, but then lose a close one in the ALDS or a Kikuchi perfect game? Kikuchi perfect game would feed fucking families. We're in the clicks business. The Kikuchi perfect game would be the biggest stream that we have ever done. It would be a thousand concurrent viewers out of time. I don't know if that's the right word. Um, it would be scenes if, if there was a Kikuchi perfect game. But I also love playoff baseball and the streams of them winning playoff games would also go crazy. And the, and that means more podcasts for us. So I'm going to go win the wild card series, losing the division. I agree with that. That is That would be the most clicks, but Coochie Perfect Game would be awesome. But it would be a one-time thing, right? Like the Coochie thing would be a one-time thing. The playoffs, that's two or three playoff games that they win. Yeah, and then, and then into they go maybe into the, a f- yeah. Five games, so that's a yeah. lot of clicks. Yeah, the Jays were to make the playoffs. Will you be attending a game? That's what we need to have a conversation about, because it might be better for us to stay here. It it, it sucks to say, and uh, uh, we are like I said in the clicks business. Um, it probably makes more sense to do a live stream, uh, just based off of it. it's a it's a terrible sacrifice that we're gonna have to make, but. I think it have to be a stream. Maybe try to go to one game 
maybe like yeah, one but game then a series. All, if it's the wild card, which they they won't win the division, probably it's three games back to back. Mon Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I believe, which is nuts. Yeah, um, but yeah, but also that won't be at home, right? So no, exactly. Um, it'd probably make more sense for us to stream that from here. Okay. Because all of our listeners will be watching on TV. So yeah, they'll be watching with us. <laughs> if the Jays go to the playoffs, can we get a live pod outside the Rogers Center? If we can figure out how to do that audio wise for sure. Uh we're gonna try to do an episode after every playoff game if they make it, obviously. Uh just like a 30 minute recap of just shooting the shit um after every game. Cause obviously the people asked for it, so we will do it and I'd love to do it, obviously, because it's it's last year was weird because we just did the start of the playoff prediction and then the pod. It's over. Nothing yeah. really in between. Couldn't talk about the games. Nothing. So, yeah, we would definitely have to do a podcast after every single game. All right. A lot of questions here. We're going to move on to to wrapping this thing up. If you didn't answer your question, ask it again next week. Uh, get, pick one more. Pick one more. Um, they're like long. They're big winded questions that we need to talk about a lot. But there is one. What happens first? Johnny gets a hit off Swanee or Abe strikes out Jano. Johnny you gets strike out. No, no, no. You strike out Jano. I think because Jano doesn't see slow pitching. True. He it probably like it's like when a position player strikes out against. Uh, and I think like, I would go even slower. Like I could probably get to like seventy three with my shoulder, like on one pitch. Yeah. Because it just doesn't work anymore. Yeah. But then I would go position player pitching thirty eight. Try and throw it as slow as possible. Exactly. I disagree with that. I think you could get a hit off him, but um, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a great question. So let's go into the let's go into the pitching matchups here for this weekend, man. Big series, a team that's coming in hot, the Cubs, yeah, the, the Buyers. I hate that we play hot teams all the, the time. The Buyers. So let's go into the pitching matchups. Uh, DJ Khaled's son Assad <laughs> against Jose Barrios <laughs> on Friday. Uh, Saturday, this is the scary one. Uh, Justin Steele against Bassett. Justin Steele is a two six eight. Yeah, but it's I'm pretty sure he's been not great recently. So and he's 13 and three. I know we don't look at pitchers' records. And then Sunday will be Ryu against the Cubs. Haven't announced yet, but we'll leave that in the open. Um, Barrios versus Assad. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, you are. Javier Assad. That's a mismatch. Barrios has looked awesome. Uh, I, I think I'm going to say the Jays take two or three. I think they win. I besides Justin Steele, the pitching staff is dog shit. Kyle Hendricks sucks. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say Jays take two or three this weekend. All right. I, I I say they win Friday, uh, win Sunday, Saturday. They they lose a close one because Justin Steele, you know he's gonna make this lineup his bitch. <laughs> you know he's gonna make this lineup his bitch, dude. I'll go. Uh, I'll go. The Jays win two or three. Okay. Yeah, no, this is, it should be a fun weekend, man. Um, do I think the Cubs are frauds? A little bit. Uh, I, I don't think they're that good of a baseball team. I really don't. Uh, but it should be a fun one. It should be a fun one at the Rogers Center. Obviously, enjoy it, man. Joey Bats, we talked about it. We broke it, we broke it down. It's going to be awesome to see him back there. And I'm assuming a lot of members from that 2015-2016 uh, team are going to be there. I'm assuming Edwin, obviously, is going to be there. All the guys, so it's going to be cool to see just the visuals on Sportsnet of all the guys, all the band ba being back together and stuff like that. Um, and uh, enjoy the weekend, man. It's going to be, uh, like I said, we're winding down here. We're getting really, really close to, to crunch time. So buy your tickets to Gate 14 Bar Night at Taco Taco. Have a great fucking weekend. Great weather this weekend. Enjoy
enjoy the moment level of excellence jersey retirement i can't fucking wait for it and uh we'll chat with you guys on monday hope you guys enjoy this episode gate 14 forever love you guys